Hi. <laughs> so, Clementine has decided to put on her Spithero costume as Maisie Schuyler apparently decided to have a little feast in the Gryffindor common room on the floor Clem sensed things were a bit off suspecting that the costume had something to do with it Clem decided to put on her Spithero costume I assume you've gone back up to the dormitory, Clem. Yeah, I have. You don the Spithero costume, placing it on, and you don't seem to notice anything out of the ordinary. Hmm. Oh, maybe it's not the costumes, then. But Maisie is still acting strange. And you know for certain that Rosie and Alex were acting strange as well. Yeah. Dress rehearsals have taken place. And Alex has taken a very similar role to a director. He's almost taken over your role as the director. How is that making you feel right now? Pretty angry. You've worked hard for this. Yeah. You've wrote the screenplay or the the script rather for the play and Mm -hmm. You got everyone together to play these parts. You petitioned, you petitioned Headmistress McGonagall to make this happen. And now someone else is taking over. Not just someone else. One of your best friends. On top of that, you've barely been able to talk to your other friends. been a difficult day for you, Clem. You're feeling, I think, very alone, aren't you? Yeah. Isolated. How do you think the rest of the day goes for you? Do you stay isolated? I do. In fact, I probably isolate even more. There's a few people that try to talk to you Hmm. as the day progresses. You're approached by fellow Gryffindors in the common room. People that are excited about the play. Some people that have heard of some things that have been going on during the dress rehearsals. There's been talk around the school. You can see people talking, chatting. 
might even hear your name. Might even see them point. How does that make you feel? It doesn't feel earned anymore because my best friend is seemingly betraying me to a certain level. I feel separated from the thing I cared so much about now. It's a Friday. Dress rehearsals have just begun and most of classes have wrapped up with a few exams and things left before the winter break. The rest of the day goes by, I would imagine, fairly slowly for you. Do you have a plan as to what to do next? Well, I think that for most of the day, I've just been feeling this boiling rage and this sort of waffling about whether there's anything that I can do about it. But as the day has gone on, I'm this resolve is entering me that I need to take the play back. By whatever means necessary. Interesting. You don't really see your friends throughout most of the day. Eventually, Maisie, Lily, and the rest of the second year squad make their way back to the dorm. Maisie, do you go right to sleep? Uh, yeah, I go. St- I go straight up to the straight up to the dorm, straight into uh, bed without getting ready or anything like that. Uh, straight into bed, covers over my head, turn around, face the wall, don't engage with anybody. You see Maisie do this, Clem. Olive still hasn't made her way back to the room, or at least back to the dorm yet. Lily sort of looks at you sort of strangely, Clem. She just says, Good night. Good night. She looks over towards Maisie, a little confused. Hey! Where's Olive? I don't respond. Um, I don't know. Was she down in the common room? Um, the last that I saw her was, when was the last time I saw her? Would it have been the dress rehearsal? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last time I saw her was at dress rehearsal. Do you think she's still there? I mean, maybe. 
It's, Should it's, I go get her? Oh no, it's past curfew. Well, that's bad. Um, let me go have a look. I'll just look downstairs. Lily sort of gets up out of bed. Starts to walk down the stairs. Um, can I get up and go with her? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Lily starts to walk down the stairs. There's a few students that are sort of still milling about. People are probably studying and whatnot um, into all hours of the night. As you make your way down the stairs, you can see Olive is being sort of forcefully pushed into the common room by Lily's sister, or uh, cousin rather, uh, Rose Granger Weasley. All right, Olive, come on. You're out past well, curfew. If, if I could just get one more thing done. Um, I just think that we're getting so close, and if you wouldn't mind, um, just a couple more hours of work, um, will really make a big difference, uh, for the, you know, the, the, the final no. result for the play. No! Um, I've told you a dozen times at least, you have to get back to bed. Don't you just have an a exam? few more minutes, though. Um, just a couple minutes, not even an hour. Just a little bit more, and I could really make a lot of progress. No, you have to study for your exams. Or go to sleep. Either one. Olive kind of, like, stares at her for a minute. And then just turns and walks straight up to the dorm. You walk past Lily and Clem. Olive? And she's just muttering under her breath the whole time. She's like, right, so the last effect that we need to make sure works, we should double check that the throne is going to hold this time around. Um, I think I got the rabbit illusion right. Chairs are ready. Uh, the um, fire sequence is looking Olive? good. Need to make sure that uh, sparks Olive? trigger Olive? on time. Um, should make sure that there's Olive. adequate food, um, drinks, Olive. Tanks, of course. And she just keeps going. Wow. Oh, Lily. What's wrong? What's going on? I think on? there's something wrong with the play or the costumes, some magic. Um, everyone's well, everyone's acting like how they're supposed to act. Uh, you know, like Alex kind of took over the play. He was referring to his knights. I miss one and I dress thought, rehearsal and everything goes crazy. Yeah. Uh. It was pretty crazy. Maybe it wouldn't have been so crazy if you were there. <laughs> uh. I'm so sorry. Oh, I was, it's, I was a joke. It's fine. Uh, 
I don't really know what to do. I need to Are get the playback. In character? I don't understand. I think it's more extreme than that. I mean, Alex took the play from me and Maisie yelled at me. Um, uh, Maisie yelled at you? Yeah. And then I yelled at Maisie. And then I yelled at Alex. And then I yelled at Rosalina. And Rosie? then I punched someone else. I'm sorry, yeah. what? They were trying to grab me. They were knights and they were trying to grab me and bring me to the dungeon. And I was like, excuse me, don't touch me. Absolutely not. So I decked her uh, pretty hard, actually. Tell a prefect or? It's kind of awesome. Or anyone? Uh, well, I, well, I went to, um, I went to Headmistress McGonagall, but she wasn't there. And then I went to um, Professor Flitwick and he wasn't there. And then I came and I put the Spithrow costume on. It's just, I don't understand. Like, they're my friends. How could they do this to me? You know? I, 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 I still don't understand. What, what do you mean Alex took over the play? He's all like, he just started telling everyone what to do and they would only Alex. listen to him. Yeah. It's pretty scary, actually. i kind of m nervous if he ever gets that kind of confidence. He could really, really take over some things, actually, now that I think about it. Let's hope Alex never becomes a politician. <laughs> How can I help? I don't know. I mean, I was, I was going to tell Headmistress... McGonagall, but she wasn't there. It just seems like no one's there, and maybe we just have to figure it out on our own. I mean, I'm happy to do that. I could do it all by myself. But They've made not... it so that I have to do it all by myself. You're not all by yourself. I mean... Swaff! Swaff is broken, Lily. It doesn't exist anymore. They broke it. Look... It doesn't matter if they're a little mad right now. Swaff will always be Swaff. You just... We have to help them. What if they don't want help? Then... I don't know. We'll have to just talk it out. Okay, good luck. You can go talk to Maisie, and I'll stand on the sidelines while you try to figure that out. Just don't give up, Clem. Alright, they're about to find out that the number one thing that they dislike me about, uh, dislike about me the most, which is my tenacity and stubbornness, is going to be exactly what's going to get us out of this situation. So... Right. That's better, I suppose. Um, look, let's get some fresh sleep, and then tomorrow, um, we'll see if we can figure this out. All right. All right? Yeah, okay. Um, 
I know that I don't sound like it, but thanks. Of course. Come on. Okay. Head back up to the dorm and try to sleep. Go ahead and make me a roll, please. Let's have you... I feel like you're... probably gonna have to tough it out through this tonight. Seven. Take an appropriate condition. Get knocked out of position, putting you in more danger. That doesn't feel applicable. Or you lose something important. Something important. <laughs> this may be very dramatic, <laughs> so feel free to walk me off of this ledge. <laughs> but I'm embodying the drama today. <laughs> um, I think she might have lost her trust in Swath. a rough night tossing and turning but eventually daylight breaks people start to wake up and I think that uh, Olive is probably the first one to get up is my guess Olive, you're the first one to get up in the dormitory. Everyone else is fast asleep. What do you do? Olive gets ready in a way that almost like feels rehearsed, you know? Like she's moving with such efficiency and such purpose. She's just completely focused on getting out the door and getting back to work as quickly as humanly possible. So you just see her gather her belongings very quickly, you know, change into a fresh set of robes, smooth out her hair a little bit, you know, tie it back so it's not in her face, uh, and head out with her book bag as quickly as possible. First thing on a Saturday. I think that the you're probably allowed to go out um, like seven a.m. maybe. So we see probably Olive, the only one 
in the entirety of the Gryffindor dormitory, who's leaving at 7 a.m. Out through the portrait. Oh, hello, Miss Everglade. Busy day? And the first thing that I need to make sure I get done is check on the staff list. Second priority, I should probably <coughs> double check that the effects are going to work in the because <coughs> we didn't. Miss Everglade, hello! Did you need something? Did I need something? Well, it's a good thing that you asked. You see, I have been in contact with Miss Goosanders about taking part in the play. She's made certain promises. You see? Did you need me to coordinate something for you? Well, I had heard some of this scuttlebutt that you were, um, the stage manager. Yes, that's correct. And I do have a stage to manage, uh, if you it's don't mind. It's very early. I don't think anyone else is even up yet. <laughs> well, that's on them, not on me, isn't it? So, if you'll excuse me. I was just wondering... You know, if, um, well, if it would be possible at all, I had spoken to Miss Goosanders about um, possibly transporting my portrait to a place inside of the play area to take part. Would it be yes. you that I would coordinate with that? Yes, I will add it to my list. And Olive just pulls out. Uh, probably what is like the longest scroll of parchment that she's ever owned uh, and it's it's almost comical when she lifts it she has to like shake it out and it's her to-do list of everything so she's kind of shaking it out and then rolling it up to make room and then scrolls the little checkbox quickly uh, kind of like lifting her knee up so she can write on her leg <laughs> yes I'll see to it that it's handled um, and someone will transport you shortly. Anything else? I'm in quite a rush. Oh, well, I suppose you'll have to speak to the headmistress to make sure that there is someone to guard the door here for Gryffindor. Yes, I'll do so right away. Thank you, Lady Magnolis. Oh, of course, I'm happy to help, dear. And she just spins on her heel and heads straight for uh, Headmistress McGonagall's office. start to walk out and towards Headmistress McGonagall's office down the moving staircase throughout the school there's barely any noise happening aside from the moving staircases and you make your way to Headmistress McGonagall's office. In front of the Headmistress's office, there is the book that you usually use to contact them. Olive's going to fill it out uh, very neatly 
and in terms of like the the subject line she's just going to write a transportation of lady magnolis's portrait for the play there's a moment before the spell takes effect and you see the book close and then you hear apologies students but unfortunately I am out of the office at the moment it appears that you have missed my office hours I would appreciate it if you return at a later time to speak with me if there is any emergencies that need to take place please contact the vice headmaster Phileas Flitwick thank you and Olive is going to pick up her book bag, turn and head straight for Professor Flitwick's office. Head to Professor Flitwick's office. Without the same bluster of Headmistress McGonagall's, you see a note on the door with office hours. On Saturday, there's an office hour, there's short office hours available from noon till 5 p.m. Olive is going to rip off a spare bit of parchment and uh, scrawl a little note that just says, we'll be back at noon to meet with you. Uh, and she'll sign her name and probably slide it under the door. You slide it under the door. And then she's going to uh, head to their little play headquarters where they've been uh, working on bringing everything together for the show. Sure. Do you think that you're the only one that arrives this early? I think some of the other students that kind of popped up this week and began helping out of nowhere with the show would have similarly gotten up at an early hour and since they didn't need to talk to Lady Magnolis and then go to the headmistress office and then Flitwick's office like I think she would have been the first person if not for those delays so there are a couple people that have been filtering in for the past you know 30 minutes or however long it's taken uh, but Olive is usually the first one there It's about what you'd expect. Eric Rollins is also there. He rushes up to you when you walk in. Ah, uh, hello, uh, Miss Everglade. Uh, how are you uh, this Saturday? Fine, thanks, Eric. You? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, you were uh, up rather late last night uh, working on things. You even stayed after me. <laughs> Lots to do. Uh, are you busy right now, Eric? What's on your to-do list? Oh, uh, um, I'm always busy, but um, I have... Uh, at your service. Right, please see to it. If you see Professor Flitwick before I have a chance to catch him, would you let him know I'm eager to speak to him? Oh, uh, yes. Um, 
I spoke with him yesterday, um, and he said that he would be speaking to the students that you requested to, um, work on said charms and things. If that's what you needed to speak with him about. No, it was something else, so, um, do let him know if you see him again, alright? Uh, very well. In the meantime, and Olive's gonna kind of sit down at her usual spot and kind of pat the seat next to her and kind of say, uh, lots to be done, Eric. Right. I'll get back to work. Great. Thank you. Rushes off. We switch scenes. Alexander. What does your sleeping arrangement look like in Ravenclaw at the moment? Um, a few more pillows. A few. More than a few. Um, some extra blankets. Um, a nice, uh, jug of, of water next to the bed. Um, things like that, yeah. Just a little more comfortable. Mm. You arise for the day. Um, I think I'll go for breakfast. Need to start my day off right. Mm. You can see that there is somebody waiting by the uh, by the bedpost, standing at attention. Ah, good. Hmm. Shall I have breakfast in bed today, or no? People need to see me. Okay, we're heading to breakfast. All right, um, <clears throat> King Bartholomeus, um, should I order anything for you before you arrive? No, I'm feeling like, I think I'll see what's on offer. Going spur of the moment for today. Of course, sir. So much other planning to do. Should enjoy some things in the moment. Don't you agree? Uh, of course, sir. Okay. Let's get going. Will anyone be joining us for breakfast, or...? Shall I see if Mr. Dogwood would like to join us, sir? That'd be perfect. Please invite him. Thank you. As you get ready, you're approached by Barney maybe five minutes later or so. He looks a bit sleepy-eyed. Alex, what's going on? 
I've invited you to breakfast. Right. And why am I getting invited to breakfast? Because you're a good company. You never really... Uh, Alright, let me rephrase then. Why is someone else asking for you to invite me to breakfast? I have a lot of things, you know, to think about and handle. So, you know, I'm in charge of a lot. So there's people who take care of things for me, that's all. Since when? Well... Let's not have conversations before breakfast. Breakfast first and then... We can have a chat. If you're still in the mood. Alright. Good. I'll Let's head off meet then. you down there then. I'm just gonna get freshened up. Perfect. Right. Let's go. Yes, sir. What is happening? <clears throat> and off you go to breakfast. <clears throat> Rosie. Where are you this morning? <clears throat> Where's Clem? You haven't seen her. She's not in the Hufflepuff common room or the dormitory I think that Rosie would be waiting outside of the Gryffindor common room then okay so you approach up the stairs heading up to the Gryffindor common room to the portrait that you've seen some of the uh, Gryffindors go through in the past you see Lady Magnolis there. She's, um... Talking to herself, do you think? As you approach, she's saying... And I wonder... Spit Hero! Spithero? It's Spithero? I'm... Did you space Spithero? Oh! Hello there, dear. How are you? It's... I'm great. Why were you talking about Spithro? Oh, well, I've been promised a part in the play. Which part is that? Well, I'm not exactly sure yet. Oh. Just yet. I'm in talks with um, Miss Everglade and Miss Goosanders, of course. You understand. <laughs> Goosanders? Miss Goosanders? Have you seen Miss Goosanders today? Not exactly. Not yet, dear. Okay, uh, do you mind if I just stand here then and, and, uh, wait with you? Well, if you'd like to rehearse some lines with me. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, sure, yeah. Excellent. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have a script per se, but, uh... Oh, uh, you can have mine. Here you go. I keep it with me everywhere. I got it in one of my pockets in my robe. Perhaps you could hold it up to the portrait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here you go. Oh, excellent. Um, it's a bit hard to read. She I'm sorry. Down and sort Is of this better? 
So those oh. you you'll be reading is this one, that character, right? Th that one. Okay, and when it says the words demon, is that yeah. is that a real demon? Yeah, yeah, they're demons. They're de yeah, they're people that are demons. Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't be playing demon. That doesn't sound right for my complexion. Perhaps it could be. Oh, turn the page. Again. How's that one? Uh, one, one um, uh. I think one says tree. You know, you seem very earthy of the world. You know, you bring life and air to everything around you. Uh, perhaps we can leave it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> great idea, great idea. I skipped six pages. Ha anyone on this one tickling your fancy? Uh, well, there's a king. Is there a queen? The queen feels right for me. Um, I, I'm not sure if there's a queen. I was so focused on Smithero. I, um, maybe we could pretend I could write some lines for you for the oh, queen. Oh, that's wonderful. You could write lines for the queen. Yeah, okay. Um, your line is, um, dearest, how is the war going? Dearest, how is the war going? See, I think maybe you're really elongating war. Maybe we could shorten it down a bit. Dearest, how is the war going? Oh, see, and that was um beautiful. I think that one was, I think that one was great. I think you sound very regal, very queen-like. <gasps> um, perhaps you could just open up and I could just peek inside. Oh, no, dear, I wouldn't be allowed, you see. I am, in fact, oh, the last bastion of guardian of Not normally allowed to show people that aren't in the play the script, either. The, uh, the portrait opens. Oh! You hear, oh! And Maisie oh. begins to walk out. Hey, Maisie, have you seen Clem? I shoot her a, a scowl, but don't quite meet her eyes. Um, I'm really, like, bedraggled as well. Like, I'm, cle I'm clearly not dressed as I, uh, in the kind of clean and uh, presentable state that I didn't usually Didn't brush would your be. hair? Yeah, I didn't brush my hair. Probably slept in my clothes from yesterday and still haven't changed them. Um, and I just kind of shoot her a scowl, um, but at her feet and turn on my heels and start what? walking across the staircase. Lady Portrait, is there something on my shoes? Hey! Where's Clem? Why are you looking at my shoes like that? Where's Clem? That was weird, right? Oh, yes, but don't mind her, dear. We should really get back to our lines. Very right. important. Uh, super important. After all, Definitely. this is Clem's play, right? So we wouldn't want to disappoint her. That's, that's true. Yeah, I definitely don't want to disappoint her. Okay, um, your next line that I made up is, um, um, what are those, do what are the demons doing here? I what think they're in your bedroom. What are the demons doing here? It's a bit guttural on here. Guttural? Not... Yeah, you were like, yeah. Like, almost like you had... projecting, um, dear. Don't we want oh. to make sure that the people in the back can hear? 
I have no doubt that anybody would have uh, trouble hearing you. You have such a a velvety soft voice. I could hear oh, it down thank the hallway. You. Uh, anytime. Very kind. Uh, that's uh, great. Ha, um, do you have the time? The time? Yeah, the time. Oh, well, if you look over there, dear, you can possibly see outside. It's still very early. Is that how you tell the time? Well, until they hang up a clock. What if I painted a watch on your arm? Paint on my portrait? Do you have any sort of art background? Well, my dad's a costume designer. <gasps> my other dad's a chef. <gasps> um, and I'm Rosalina. I think. Yes, you are. Okay, well that's good confirmation. Um, I was just wondering, uh, if it's time, or maybe while we were practicing your lines, Clem snuck out and I didn't notice her. Well, anything's possible, I suppose. There's no secret exit to the Gryffindor common room, is there? If there was, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but there isn't. I don't, I don't know if I believe you, but also I feel like we're in this secret sharing group where I'm secretly sharing... You know, the script for the play, and you're secretly sharing whether or not you know if Clem's inside your doors. Well, even if I did know, I wouldn't really be allowed to tell you, would I? Um, well, I guess uh, I actually have to go a few feet down the hallway and not practice lines with you anymore. Try and convince her, please. I was just checking to see that I don't have a relationship with the portrait, but I do not. Okay. On an eight, uh, it's a partial success. You can choose one from the seven to nine convince list. They need proof. So I'm going to say they need proof, then I'll just start slowly walking away from her and like holding. Wait, are you sure that Clementine is still here? She's still there? Yes, of course. Your next line is guards, get him. Guards, get him. Uh, the vibrato on guards was stunning. I was. I have to avoid beating. cracking glasses sometimes, dear. Because your voice is, like I said earlier, velvety soft. Thank you. Velvety soft. Inside the Gryffindor common room. Clem, you and Lily are getting ready to head out. Yes. All right, so what's the plan? Um, probably eat something. Have you eaten anything? I think so. Did Yesterday? you eat anything last night? Don't... You have to be hungry. I'm not. Um. I mean, do we have time to eat? There's always time to eat. I think at least that's what Rosie says. That's true. That is what Rosie says. Okay, I guess I can have a quick something to eat. 
before we go to the rehearsal room and mm. sort everybody out. Good, it'll help you think. Yeah, okay. Portrait swings open, and just outside, you see Rosie. Oh, Rosie. Hi, Glenn. I've been waiting here for a while now. Uh, how how long? A long time. Um, and then uh, Rosie hugs Clem, but uh, super tight and a little longer than is acceptable for a hug with a friend. Oh, Miss Goosanders, it's so pleasant to see you this morning. You seem to be in such a state last night. Oh. Yeah. Um. Sorry about that. Uh. Are you okay, Rosie? I'm great. I was just uh, waiting. We were going for you. over lines. We were oh, lovely. going over lines for the queen. What? What queen? Well, if there's a king, there really should be a queen, don't you think? Oh. I, I, Rosie's gonna grab Clem's hand and start um, skipping off and actually and away from the portrait. Yeah. As she does that, I'm trying to explain the importance of the lore. Your voice is beautiful. She doesn't know. She has no idea. If we could just speak for a moment about the part. I was thinking maybe that, I I mean, I've already spoken with Miss Everglade. I was hoping that we could... I feel kind of bad about that. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, but uh, let's do what I always do when I feel bad about something. <laughs> Forget about it as quickly as possible and avoid it as much as I can. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can do that. Whatever you want to do, we can do. How are you okay. feeling today, Rosie? I feel great. How do you feel? All right. Oh, I feel a bit confused about what's happening with the play. I don't really know what to do. I feel like everyone's gone crazy. Um, oh. Are you hungry? You must be hungry. Yeah, I could eat. I would eat if you want to eat. Yeah, let's go eat. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then maybe we can come up a, with a plan for how we can take the play back from Alex and uh, try and figure out what's going on with Maisie. Other than any just plan becoming... you come up with, I am happy to stand by your side at. Okay. Okay. All right. Lily looks at you. Lily. Something will... wrong, Lily? Lily uh, shakes her head. No. No. I didn't think so. <laughs> Um, I'm starving, so we should... Yeah, let's go eat some food. Absolutely. Um, Make your way towards the Great Hall. Maisie, did you go to the Great Hall as well? Uh, no, I went outside to the grounds to uh, walk around. Okay. So we don't see Maisie, but we see Alexander in the Great Hall. Did you wanna? Do you want me to stand in between you two? No, it's okay. I've got it. Do you want me to punch him? No, it's all right. I've got it. 
I'm gonna walk up to him. Alex? Alex, are you not even going to look at me anymore? Alex, Clem is trying to speak to you. <clears throat> Sorry, what? Alex, I'm really upset with the way that I feel you have taken over the play and my role in the play and it hurts me because you are my friend well said yeah there really was quite a mess wasn't it yesterday yes and I'm sorry for yelling at you all is forgiven why don't you join me for breakfast? I'm a little bit uncomfortable with the way you just said all is forgiven. Do you not want forgiveness? I want you to also recognize the ways in which you participated in the mess that was yesterday. Right, yeah. I was wrong to call the guards on you. Um, you called them. Guards on her? What guards? I mean, I... Barnabas. Just a moment. Barnabas? Barnabas? I could see that you were upset and... and I should have handled it better. Um, but... I feel like... We can... Move past it and you can... You know, take up your position. Once again. Um... You served it well. And, um, we can get back to work on the kingdom. Um, the play. Right, but first the kingdom. Yes. Is there, are you drinking wine, Alex? You know, How did you? One must be allowed to indulge themselves at breakfast every now and then. He's drinking wine? I can't even get a cup of coffee? Where did you even get wine? I mean, they have wine in the kitchens. Do you know somebody in the kitchens, Alex? I have helpers all over the place. Um, it helps. What does that even mean? Alex, you don't seem like yourself at all. <sighs> I mean... I mean, I don't really know how to take that. You know, that's... that's... I mean, you didn't seem yourself yesterday, and... Well, I mean, I gotta be honest, it was pretty much me. Uh, the yelling and the punching is... That came from well like I said I'm happy to move on all is forgiven let's get back to work and making things right okay and you're you're okay 
yeah, you're okay essentially being returning to your position as actor playing the king in the play. I'm very happy to be king, yeah. can see I was born to it. <laughs> um, okay. I think I just threw up in my mouth listening to that. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm not feeling so hungry, Lily. I think I'm going to go straight to dress rehearsals. Oh, please, we're almost finished here. You can, you know, have what's left if you like. Oh, Never would I ever say yes to that, actually. Uh, thank you, Alex. Um, I'll see you at rehearsal, Alexander Pippin, playing the king in a play. I thought Rosie was the only one that ever ate anyone else's food when they left. What are you even talking about, Alex? I'm not eating that. See, not even Rosie would eat it. Wait, what? Rosie's not even hungry? What is happening? Uh, who would want to eat that food after you just said all those terrible things to Clem? Okay, let's take a moment, everyone. Take a moment? Take a moment. A moment? You're about to take a sword, Alex. Oh, okay. Uh, we can we can tone all of this down. Uh, we don't need a repeat of yesterday. It really feels like maybe we should interact as little as possible until the play is done. Uh, it seems that power has come gone to all of our heads, and none of us can handle show business. So we're going to lock it down. I think I'm going to head and check in on people, see how they're doing. Actually, that's what I'm doing right now. So why don't you enjoy the rest of your breakfast? You do have a lot of food left here, as I'm seeing. Uh, waste not, want not. And uh, I will see you for your performance in the play when I call you to do so. How about that? You know, it's so nice of you to take up responsibility. Um, I think I could use a little bit of a longer breakfast. Maybe I'll go for a walk first on the grounds, and then I'll come check in, see how you're getting on. Sounds like a plan. It's good Great. to have you back. Mm. I'm going to leave this room because otherwise I'm gonna do something I'll regret. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to hold it all in. Okay. You head out. Um, I think Lily looks completely flabbergasted by the entire situation. And she, she stands up with you, Clem, and looks at you, Alex, and says, Alex, you should be ashamed of yourself. I never thought I'd hear you talk like that. Are you feeling okay? I'm feeling just fine. But I think maybe you shouldn't be drinking that. 
like I said, an indulgence, once a rare indulgence. How old are you? Lily storms off with Clem. Barney is just rubbernecking through the entire situation. I just look at my knights. <laughs> strange morning. <laughs> yes, a very strange morning. What's wrong with you? You've been acting very strange all day. Um, do you think I've been acting strange? Sir Knight? No, sir. How even is that? And, uh, uh, what about you there, Sir Knight? Do you think I've been acting strange this morning? I don't know who these people are. They're not your friends. I consider all my knights my friends. Barney, Barney takes your wine. He grabs your wine and says... This must be poison! And he throws it, like, towards the ground. <laughs> Your concern is noted. Okay. Um, perhaps you should get a little more rest. I think I think we... Um, I think we interrupted Mr. Dogwood's sleep and he could use some more rest. Um, in the meantime, I think... We'll take a quick walk. In the grounds, get some fresh air, and then we'll check in on everyone. Yes, sir. Get some rest. What is happening? Good day, Barnabas. I get up and leave the table. If you <clears> call <throat> me Barnabas again, I'm gonna hit you over the head with my wand. I swat away the words. <laughs> hey. Let's take a walk around the grounds. And Alex goes to walk. The day continues on. Clem, you head to the auditorium with Lily and Rosie. And it's, um, <clears throat> a bit of a, um, An emotional, I think, walk. As you're leaving the scene. Slow mo sepia. <laughs> Lily, did you see that? What am I supposed to do about that? I don't know. He was acting so strange. Ignore yeah, him. Yeah, he was so rude. He has no power anyways. At least he sort of agreed, kind of. Not really, though. No, that's not how people agree. That was the, oh, I'll give you an inch so that you can be happy with that inch while I take a mile. That's what that was. Well, maybe once you get back into the auditorium, you can sort of get the play back on schedule yeah I will and I'll do it without Alex if I have to I will replace him if need be 
You definitely could. Um, Rosie, just are you okay? Because you, uh, you're agreeing with me, like, a lot, a lot. And when while I know I'm correct, it is also strange to only hear that I am. Wait, we don't normally disagree. That's true. Yeah, all right. Okay. Hmm. Should I? So, um, we're gonna have to, um. So, like, um, if Scorpius doesn't, uh, get better in time, um, I'm just trying to figure out how we should rehearse, um, the kiss between Lyrena and, um, and Spithro. What do you mean? We rehearse like everybody else rehearses. We just rehearse. And that's, that's okay. That's okay with you. I mean, if it's not, if it's of me course. and not Scorpius. I mean, it's definitely just a play, so. Yeah. Yes, definitely just a play. Totes a play. Yeah. Did you want to work cool. on that today, then? Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. <clears throat> we could do that today. That could be okay. done today. I mean, we haven't done it yet, right? And we're getting really close to performance, and it's not exactly. been done yet. We wouldn't want to go in completely unprepared. Uh, yeah. Um, we want it to look real, right? Exactly. Right. Uh, authenticity is the art of... Okay. Um, yeah. Today. You arrive at the auditorium. Okay, well, maybe we could, um, schedule that for later in the afternoon, though. Uh, we, we can start with now. the earlier stuff. Right, right now. Yeah, we can just do it now. Well, like, right here? No, like, on the on stage. The stage. We, we just got to the auditorium, Clem. We could just... You don't think that's weird if I'm like, hey guys, okay, let's pause all rehearsals now. Uh, the scene between Not Lyrina only and are you the director, but you're also Spethro. You can do whatever you want. Uh, <clears throat> um. Okay. Right now, then. Right now, then. <laughs> right. <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, let's go in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We can open that door. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to push the door open for Clem, because she seems like maybe her hands are too sweaty to open the door right now. <laughs> hands very sweaty. Crab bucket full. Arm spaghetti. Um, yeah. You open the door, and the auditorium is super busy. There is uh, loads of people in here. Lots of crew working. A lot of people you don't even recognize, Clem. Uh, uh, oh, crew got bigger. I guess Olive is expanding the crew. Do I see Olive here? I would think so. Olive. Yeah. Where are you about here? 
I think Olive is directing a group of older spellcasters to nail the timing of like weather charms for certain scenes. So she's walking them through doing like little, little, uh, hand motions and gestures and stuff that she'll be doing backstage to cue them for when to do these charms to change the weather on stage. We see various little storm clouds and things sort of moving about. Little mini lightning uh, and and thunder uh, going on. Oh, that's... um. Okay, quality had taken quite a jump. Uh, that's and good. And one more time from the top, everyone, places. If we could take it three lines back, maybe. Uh, let's try that one again. She's kind of just doing her little gestures like a conductor. Clem, you start to take on the, the role here of the director starting to get everybody into position uh, but you've been um, <clears throat> I mean it's been suggested to you that uh, Rosie and you have a scene to rehearse yeah Rosie's um, here she's kind of standing there okay uh, everyone um <laughs> uh so listen up okay uh we're going to do a quick rehearsal of the Spithro, uh, Lyrena, um, scene where they first meet once again after decades of being apart and living in, uh, alone. Okay, um, so we're gonna do that. I'll be standing in place for Scorpius, but we want to still dress rehearse for uh, our lovely actress here, who's playing Lyrena, um, she uh, needs to know, huh? Mi yeah, Miss Miss Guzanas, um, should I should I start up the music? Uh, there's music now for the scene. Okay, yeah, yes. Uh, lights. If we could get lighting, and can I go Olive, change? Olive kind of starts flipping through all of these parchments that she has, and she's like. Page 76, everyone. The scene's on page 76. Uh, follow your cues and uh, casters. If we could be at the ready with the effects, thank you. In the wings, either side. Right, take it away. Okay. Um, so, uh, Rosie, you, you walk into the castle after being escorted, right? You're an an assassin and you're here to kill me but you don't realize that it's me so then you take one look at me and I take one look at you and that's where we'll start okay right yeah of course um could it be no but Spithero Lyrena you look the same, but stronger. I'm here to kill you, I think. Well, why don't you? I can't do that, Spithro. You 
She throws down her sword. You know I can't do that. It is your job. You've spent how long at it? It's what you came here to do, right? Jobs can come and come and go, Spithro. Irina, I'm different. I'm I'm changed. I'm not a good person anymore. I'm not sure I ever was. Irina steps towards you. I don't know how you could say that. I feel like you don't even know yourself, Spithro. It's possible that I don't. It's possible that I forgot myself since I lost you all those years ago. Maybe it's time you relearn who you are, Bithro. Um, uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, cut. We're, we're gonna, yeah, uh, you know what? I just, I just realized, <laughs> um, I just realized actually it's probably best if we just do this. I mean, that part was really good. It was really, it was really good. <laughs> um, but maybe we should save that. Maybe we should save the kiss for open for the night, for the actual show opening night, you know, because then it's, then it's like, uh, and then we can just, you know, we could just Im- improv. Uh, we can just throw in some improv, you know, uh, at some point in there. Um, There's and no we room can just... for improvisation with the cues. We have I, lighting. Yeah, have we agree. have effects. We oh, can't okay. Okay, that's a very good on the fly. Okay, that's a very, very good point. Um, so let's not change things on the fly. But how about we just the door handle... to the auditorium opens, and in walks Scorpius and Albus. Um. Oh! Albus, uh, like I was saying, I don't think you have to wear that costume everywhere. And what's with the attitude? It seems a bit unnecessary. Oh! Hi, Clem. Uh, hi! Um, hi, Rosie. Hi. Hello. Hi, Olive. Olive has already turned away and is back to talking to the casters with the uh, the weather charms, and you can just kind of hear her going. Very important tonally for this scene. You need to make sure you hit your mark, right? Reggie, I'm looking at you. You were a little late there. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Hi, Lily. Hi, Scorpius. Lily is like... She's like staring at Clem and Rosie wide-eyed, like looking back and forth. Um I kind of wrench my eyes finally away from Rosie's. Hi, uh hey. Hi. Look, uh, I'm able to move my arm. Oh! Great! Perfect. So you can uh, resume your role as Spithro, and we can continue on uh, as as regular. Um, great. Perfect. Uh, let me just quickly change out of the costume so we can get it on you, even though it's strangely fits me quite well. Um, and then uh, and then we can do some rehearsals. Excellent. We were just rehearsing the uh, kissing scene, um, the meeting up scene when Lyrena finally arrives at the... Oh. Yeah. Right now. 
Yes. Uh, though we're trying to try this thing where we keep we save the kiss for opening night so that it still has that um is that, is that normal uh as of right now it is yeah uh i want that to have a very you know a, a fresh experience uh for the audience to feel well i suppose um <clears throat> We could just do some sort of like leaning in Albus, and then. Can you and stop then... growling? As, um... Okay. Um. So, um. All right. If I, I suppose I can try on the costume and make sure yes. everything fits. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I'll you just help go behind the this. Off? Rosie, actually, I think no. I I'm can good. handle it, Rosie. I'm well. No one's gonna help you. me. I meant take it off. Okay, I'm gonna take it off by myself. Thank you so much, though. Um, yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go behind this curtain and change. No one peek. <laughs> okay. Just the zipper's a little stuck on the back of that one. Why do you know that? What do you mean? I mean, did you help her on with the costume? I've touched the costume before. Not on anyone, I just touched the- I've touched the costume. Why? I touched most of the costumes, I was very helpful. I was helping. Alright. I'd like to not feel helpful around the stage. So, um... How do you feel about this scene in particular? Uh, our rehearsal was, uh, going well, I think. Uh, I'm Clint sure Clem was second. fantastic. Yeah, incredible. Uh, it's like Smithrow was here with me. Well, he is. He seems to be. I tried the pose, and I don't know if it really worked. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe the costume would help. Maybe. It more. All right. Well, regardless, everyone's working very hard. There's so many more people here. Yeah. Um. I think that Clem just has such a big, you know, uh, aura about her that everybody just wanted to come and help. Yes, she does. I think she's doing a fantastic job. I agree. I'm. Um. I mean, I'm excited for you, but I'm a little sad she won't get to play Spithro. They have such similar personalities. I never really thought about it. I guess they do, don't they? They do. Huh. Oh. <clears throat> um, uh, sorry. Okay, here's the costume. Oh, thank you, Clem. Here. I'll just go. change into this and... We can get started with the dress rehearsal. Yeah, perfect. Okay. <clears throat> so, Scorpius walks off to get changed. And I think it's uh, about this point that... Maisie walks in. Who can I see as I walk in? Who's going to be in my most direct... Probably Albus and Scorpius, 
Um, and I don't think far from them, Clem, Rosie, Lily. I... Scorpius is taking the costume and he's about to walk off uh, to the backstage area. Um, I walk... Uh, I walk up to Scorpius and, uh, like, bash his shoulder. I do that, like, uh, teenage in the hallway, like, aggressive like, shoulder bump. Maisie, <sighs> what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? My arm Stupid was broken boy. yesterday. <laughs> so I heard. That's unnecessary. Could say the same about you. Well, it appears that someone didn't have a very good breakfast. It does. I'm going to go change. Excuse me. <laughs> I storm to the uh, kind of front row and uh, take a very slumped seat in one of the chairs on the end. Scorpius goes to change. Alex walks into the auditorium. Good. Good. Start walking down towards the front. Everything seems to be going well. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Things are going well. Scorpius has returned. He's trying on his costume. We will continue dress rehearsals as expected. We are back on schedule, everyone, so we can all relax. I think we're ahead of schedule in some cases. Sure, yeah. Uh, that's Kingdom's a way that you could nicely. say it. Okay, yeah. The play of a kingdom, yes. I mean, the physical kingdom. I mean, look at it. It's wonderful. A lot of the props and things have come together rather quickly. I think we get the camera to get, like, a close-up view of, like, Olive, who looks very, very haggard. And, um... You can see that there's probably some, like, cuts and scrapes and things on Olive's hands. If anyone has worked with a lot of crafts and things, your hands just get annihilated pretty easily. And we see that Olive's hands are just kind of, like, overworked. There's probably, like, the little muscle spasms that you get when you sort of have, uh, when you overwork your, your hands too much. And... Um, we can see that there's a lot of props and things that have been worked on. Um, it's come along really well. There's some interesting lighting and things and music and stuff has been put together. And I think as Alex says this, Clem, you realize, like, he's right. Very ahead of schedule. Yeah. Very, very ahead of schedule. And um, I walk over to Olive, and there's no one to thank more. I 
put my hands on her shoulders. And this lady here. Great Olive, one. Olive takes like a half a second to, almost in the way that, like when you open a bag of food, your dog kind of goes, huh? really fast, like their, their ears just go, huh? uh, and she kind of does that hearing someone praise her and kind of looks and smiles and then immediately turns back and is like, right, lighting, if we could just try that again from the top one more time, everyone back to places, thank you. And she kind of like puts a hand out and she's like, careful, uh, try not to trample the moss, uh, very delicate. So just watch where you step, all right? Of course, of course. Thank you. The camera sort of zooms out a little bit um, and we see Clem, uh, Clem's face as this is happening. Clem, what, is, what, what do you look like while you see Alex? Uh, doing Honestly, this? bewildered, confused, just no words, lost in a sea of no control. These feelings continue throughout the rest of the weekend as rehearsals continue and this sort of tenuous control that Clem has directing the group. More sort of strange situations occur between Swath and for all intents and purposes you're able to keep things sort of under control Alex has been doing a lot of micromanagement whenever possible. Mm. But you've gotten people to sort of stay on track. You're still waiting on a few costumes, specifically a few of the demon costumes. But Scorpius has claimed his role as Spithero. And strangely enough, Rosie hasn't been so agreeable over the last day or so. Maisie has remained distant and sort of angry. Olive has continued work. And exams and things continue over the course of the week. This next week goes by rather quickly. Clem, I'd like you to please make a convince roll. I'd like you to make a tough it out roll for me, please. Mm-hmm. The week has been difficult. You've gotten people to do what you have wanted them to. With some help. Behind the scenes from Alexander. I think you know a little bit about it. You know that he's sort of 
continued the micromanagement. Things have been getting done. The play looks like it's going to happen. It's on schedule. And while the next week comes and goes, and we have one week left for the play continues, we see an owl with a piece of mail in its claws, winding its way to a very interesting-looking home. It flies past the mailbox, and we can see that it heads straight for a window. It's a rather interesting-looking home. And on the letter, we catch a glimpse of the recipient. To Beanie Valence from Olive Everglade. There's a tapping at your window, Beanie. What's there? Oh. oh. Oh, blasted window. All right, come on in. What is it? You see an owl say. with a letter in its claws. All right, what's this? Huh. Dear Miss Beanie, putting on a play based on, based on my book? Well, of course I'm coming to that. <laughs> I wouldn't miss that. When is it? When did this come? Next week. Well, I'll just come now. Uh, Joseph, I, I, I'm going to need to pack. Right, yeah, what, uh, one suitcase should do it. I'll get your things together, ma'am. Okay, great. Thank you. C- could you have it ready in an hour? I'd, I'd like to leave right away. Yes, ma'am. Perfect. This Clementine. I can't wait to see what you've done. And that is where we're going to take our break. If you haven't done so, please follow all of these wonderful people. (laughs) Please make sure you're following all these wonderful people. I know things are a bit strange here today, but we are doing a very special um, set of episodes here for the end of this year's Witchcraft and Wizardry. We had to honor Mergle's 14, 15-year-old self who wrote just an amazing story. And uh, (laughs) I had to make a canon in... uh, in the witchcraft and wizardry universe here. Um, and uh, we thought there was no one better to play Clem's idol, Clem's favorite author, Beanie Valence. 
than Murgle's favorite human being. <laughs> Don't make me cry, please. You're gonna oh, make I me know. cry. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody know what Phoebe's character was gonna be? No, we knew that she was I didn't. The <laughs> <laughs> it was a secret. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So, uh, welcome, PB, as our special guest today uh, for the finale of the special. We're uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, folks. Make sure you follow all of these wonderful people. They're fantastic role players. My God, seeing Alex like this is just so hurtful. <laughs> and Maisie as well it's is so, so hurtful. Uh, but what an excellent job everyone's doing. Uh, please make sure you're going to follow them. Uh, you can head on over to tablestory.tv slash W-A-W to follow them in all the places. And uh, make sure you're following PB as well. PB, the, the very wonderful. Um, Go to break so we can come back sooner. Go. <laughs> make sure you're following <laughs> PB as well. Uh, if you're here, you're probably following PB already, but just, just make sure you go do it. Um, and uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hang tight. For more of Demon Lord and Desires. Back in just a little bit. Sorry, what was the line? Um, the line is. Sorry, uh, the line is. You should. You should kill me. Lyrena. You should kill me. I can't do that, Spithro. You. You know I can. You must. I won't do it, Spithero. I know who you truly are. You know nothing about me. Nothing about who I really am. I think you're wrong. I think it's time I show you that you're wrong. Now? Now you want to show me? Yes, Spithero. How are you going to show me? Irina leans in. Spithero leans in. And suddenly, one of the lighting fixtures falls over. A horrific crash. And bits of magic begin to fly all about as we see several charms activated throughout the props on stage. Um, Quick, get down! Um, should we stop? I... Yeah, yeah, get off the stage yeah, for a okay. second. Should, All right. Who's in charge of the lights? Who's holding the light fixtures? Who's got that going down? Uh, sorry. Sorry, that was my fault. Okay, it's it's fine. Uh, okay. 
Don't worry, I'll have everything cleaned up in a moment. Sorry. All right, all right. Uh, Eric we can begins just take to a rush break. in with some, um, with like a wheelbarrow. All right, we can just take a break, everybody. Let's just take take five. Uh, if you want to grab a something to drink, have some water, have a stretch. Every time, Reggie, what did I tell you? And Olive storms off, and you can see her with her clipboard over her shoulder, and she's just going. Last time I spoke to you about this, this really hate right. me, Reggie, right now. Yeah, it would be pretty brutal. How are you finding everything, Scorpius? Um, um well, aside from the accidents and such, uh, I think it was good. I'm sorry, I, f- I blanked on the line for a moment. That's all right. That that's, that's fine. It ha- it, uh, it happens. And, uh, Rosie, you doing all right? Are you? Yeah. Great. Okay. I, um, I think, I, I, I think I should maybe take a moment and, and really think about the lines a little more. Maybe I'll. Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah, I we just, can I we feel can do like that. everyone's sort of, you know, looking at me. Yeah, all it's right. A, it's a, it's a, yeah. They are actually. That might be why you feel like that. Yeah. Um. It's all right. It's a heavy. It's a heavy scene. So we can get you. Why don't you just take a break? We can rehearse another scene. Um. So we can just put a pause on this one. But you're doing so well, and you've been doing so well with all of your lines. It's really impressive. Thank you. Sometimes I feel like. I, sometimes I feel like you're the only one that. You know, is really. Well, never mind. Thank you, Rosie. I feel the same. <laughs> Scorpius walks off. <sighs> right. Um. Could we maybe? Uh. Well, I guess next on the docket is. Scene with the king and. Uh, actually, can we, uh, sorry, could, could we all do a, a quick rehearsal of, with, um, Spithrow's mom? Uh, Maisie, it's been a while since we've had you on stage. Well, uh, I can't say I'm surprised. Um, <clears throat> well, it's your decision. Obviously. Yeah, why don't we... Why don't we, uh, r- run the, the very beginning where you're sort of doing things. I'll just stand in for Scorpius for this moment. I'll just page read. Which uh, page are we picking it up from? Um... Page two? Page two, everyone! Taking it from page two? If we could... If we could get quiet, please, while we rehearse. <clears throat> Thank you. Quiet, please. I'll go speak with Scorpius. Please. Thank you. And Olive oh. walks off uh, and is taking notes. All right. Um. Okay, so, uh, Maisie, uh, as you know, this is 
the very beginning when we see Spithro and his mom, and it's very important for us to understand that Spithro's a young boy and that his mom is quite hostile to him. Uh, so he doesn't really speak to her much in this opening sequence because he hasn't yet built up enough courage to speak back to her, so... or speak to her. Uh, anyway, so it's going to be mostly... I mean, you know the lines, so I'll just stand here and I'll read with you. Uh. <clears throat> okay, boy. What do you want? Nothing. I just... You just what? Should we go out hunting today? Are you going to catch anything today? Well, that was the hope. You better catch something today. Jesus. Yes. Come on then, pick up the stuff, let's go! Okay. I'm picking up the stuff. We're gonna pick up the stuff, okay? <clears throat> you you might you might wanna go a little faster than that, Clam. It's not like, you know, we're in a hurry or anything, obviously. Okay, uh yeah, that fair point. I'm quickening the pace of picking up the stuff. What are we hunting for? It's it's gonna be better than this, right? When when Spithrow is back. When Scorpius is back, yes, playing Spithrow, then it will be better. In yes. Yeah. I'm just to stand in right now. Believable. Yeah, it's not really. I'm not really. I don't have to be believable right now because I'm just standing in for him. Yeah, it's just just your just your show and your <laughs> fashion, and you just definitely doesn't have to be believable. Mm -hmm. Just working with amateurs. Okay, um, so let's continue with the the hunting scene. We're going to hunt a rabbit. I, I I honestly don't see the point. If if it's not gonna be believable, if you're if you're just gonna walk in here and disrespect the scene, then I don't understand why there's any point in doing this. We're not going to get all right, all right, anywhere. All right. I'm certainly all right. not going to get any better with this playing against me. Okay, how about this? I will perform as though I were in the role of Spithrow. I won't just do a stand-in. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Let's see if you're capable. All right, let's see. Um, Have we decided to stop with the sidebar and pick up the scene again? We're picking up the scene again, yes. Excuse you? Yeah, I'm running lighting and effects and all of those just went haywire when you stopped the scene without warning so if i could get uh students back to their spots please thank you let's hold the effects until we see if the scene goes through this time and so uh, I'll just give you written notice next time is that it no you'll all just right. do the scene as it's written instead of having a sidebar at all is what you'll do so if you'd like to take it again is what i will do Yes. All right, why don't we all just take a quick breather, okay? I, I, I pull my wand out of my sleeve and I point it at um, 
uh, I pointed at uh, Olive's uh, script uh, that, with all of the notes and stuff in it, um, and I cast Wingardium Leviosa. And I get a forward of one because it's a first year spell. Correct. And another forward of one because of my relationship with Olive. Yes. Oh. So, what are you casting Wingardium Leviosa on? I'm casting Wingardium Leviosa on the script in front of her. Um, and yeah, papers, I imagine there's kind of papers everywhere and notes and uh, cue sheets and stuff like that. All of that is going straight up. Wingardium Leviosa. Uh, 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 Maisie, I think that's a pretty bad idea. Uh, why don't you just slowly lower those of my very arm out to the side and block Clemp, like push her to a side and behind uh, Olive pulls her wand up and points it at Maisie and yells, Expelliarmus! Go ahead and cast a spell. Uh, I'm just going to add my relationship with Maisie. Okay. A nine is a partial success. What two things go wrong? Uh, there are side effects. I would say one of the other players takes a condition. Like, I think Olive is so angry that the spell is almost like overpowered and it's not just that it's making Maisie's wand fly out of her hand it like has like a little ripple effect and that energy kind of hits whoever's near her which it sounds like if she was putting her arm out to block Clem it it would hit Clem uh and definitely someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell because she shouted very loudly okay Your wand goes flying, Maisie. Clem, you're hit by this energy uh, that comes off of the casting of the spell. Hmm. And you hear, What is going on here? We're trying to make it through rehearsal, and, and she... She is disrupting the flow of the show and took my script out of my hand. This is not how we behave, Miss Everglade. It's certainly not, and yet it's Miss Skylar! You missed it. She was here, and she cast that spell at me, and my script went right out of my hands, and all I was trying to do was keep us on schedule. I do not miss being a child. I am terribly sorry, Miss Valens. It's, it's quite all right. It's quite all right. They don't normally act this way. I don't know what is happening. That's passion. That's what happens when people get passionate about things. I'm sure it'll be all right. Miss oh, Everglade. Miss Skylar. 
minus 25 points. Ooh. I don't miss that either. I'm uh, scrambling around trying to find my wand still. Um, see, look what you did, and you decided, you decided that it was better to have points deducted than to go the right way and let people do what is exactly what would have worked. You just throw did it you in. say Mrs. Valence? And Mistress McGonagall cast a spell towards you, Maisie. Silencio! And you are now silent, Maisie. I am terribly sorry, Miss Valence. I have never seen Miss Skylar behave this way before. All right. Oh, do carry on. Don't mind me. Uh, As I was saying, we have a guest. Miss Beanie Valence. The author of... Sorry, it's fine. I believe you sent the letter, Miss Everglade. You got my letter? I did. I did. How sweet of you to send for me. I wouldn't miss this for the world. Uh, I, do do get to me when you're you're done rehearsing. I w- I wouldn't want to step in now. Yes. Um. Absolutely. Um. Can we get back to rehearsal now, headmistress? That depends. Miss Goosanders, may I speak with you for a moment? Oh yes, which one? Which one is Clementine? Well, this is Clementine here. Oh. <laughs> Beanie, nice to meet you. Clementine Goosanders, hi. Hello, Miss Goosanders. I I I hear you uh you wrote a play. Oh, uh, well, you wrote a book, and then I just, I adapted yeah, a play. It's not the same. I, I didn't really come up with anything new or exciting. It's all you. <laughs> well, uh, if it's all the same, I'd, I'd still love to watch. Is it, is it all right if I, if I sit in and, and watch what, yeah. you, what you've done so far? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. I'm very excited to see it. And and uh, do give yourself credit. They're not the same thing, a book and a play. I'm excited to see what you've done. Okay. Can I didn't I... really do much. It was all the crew and um, my amazing stage manager. And uh, honestly, the um, brilliant actor who we have playing the, the king, he uh, he's also taken up a lot. I um, We have a great team. We'll have to work on that, won't we? That confidence. What? Oh, nothing. I'll, I'll sit over here. Is that all right? Okay. Does it does it does it span the whole book or or just part of it? The first book, uh, the entirety of the first book. Yeah. Um. Well, we oh, end with the wow in in one end. in one play. That's impressive. The script was pretty uh, extensive. We had to cut it down quite a bit because the first um, uh, the first a- uh, adaptation that I did of it was the full. Uh, it was a very. It was like two hundred pages long. Um, anyway, <laughs> you should have seen my manuscript for the first book. It was atrocious. Was it really, they had to, was it yes, really they had to cut so much fat. Uh, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> so uh, I, they, you, I understand completely. I'll just okay. sit right over here. 
Okay. Lovely to meet you, Miss Gusanders. Likewise. Oh. Isn't Mr. Malfoy in this play as well? I thought he was playing the main role. Uh, yeah, he's, um, he's just taking a quick break because we had some issues with the, uh, uh props, and so he needed to get back into the headspace of, um, of our, <laughs> of Spithero. <laughs> um, so that's what's happening there, and so we were doing some other stuff in the meantime. Uh, you wanted to speak with me, headmistress? Yes. If I could have a word with you for a moment, uh, perhaps Miss Valence could... Um, speak to Miss Everglade for just a bit about some of the uh, props and such. Oh, I would love to. Would you like to see the enchantments that I've been working on? Because I think you're going to be really impressed by um, how we've really set the stage and established the tone um, and the lighting. Oh my goodness, well the lighting just tells the story on its own, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and I, I would love to see what you've done. And, 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 and don't mind me, I, I promise I won't butt my head in. I just, I just want to see uh, what you've created. Right this way. Now... Miss Sanders. Yes? Can you please explain to me what I walked into? Oh, well, actually, I'm really glad that you're here because I, I don't know if you noticed yet, but I went to your office and I wrote that there was an emergency about a week ago. Yes, I have, in fact, received several messages upon my return. Apologies, but I was dealing with a few unfortunate... Side effects of some of the things that happened earlier this year. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, very important things. <laughs> Sorry to, uh, have interrupted you ever at all. Um, well, so here's the thing. Uh, I think that there is, uh, something wrong with... Something wrong indeed. I have never seen Miss Skylar behave in such a way, and Miss Everglade... Well, she has voiced her opinion on a few occasions. Yeah, um, so the biggest issue here uh, is that I think, and, and this is going to sound crazy, and I haven't really said this to anyone yet, uh, really, in words, because <laughs> it sounds crazy to me, and I was afraid if I said it out loud that I'd really feel crazy. Um, but I think that everyone is somehow possessed by the spirit of their character or job. Go ahead and make a convince roll. <laughs> okay. Nine is a partial success. How do you partially succeed? I think they need proof. What leads you to believe this, Miss Goosenders? Do you have any concrete evidence? Okay, well, that's a concrete evidence is, first of all, very strong wordage on that one. Um, and second of all, I'm not... Uh, okay, well, my... It's mostly anecdotal, anecdotal. Um, so, uh, Maisie, for example, is playing the mother. The mother is kind of, uh, awful. And since she put the costume on and, um, well, in the last week, she's become very awful. And also the, uh, king 
Um, Alex is playing the king, and he got knights to try and take me to the dungeons, and they listened to him. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, uh, so that's why I went to your office. Um, everyone was gone, even Professor Flitwick wasn't here, and so I kind of figured I needed to just kind of like, <laughs> buckle up, chief, and continue on as if nothing was happening. When you say that he got knights, what exactly do you mean? The students who are dressed as knights who are playing knights in the play, he told them to take me away, and then they they started taking me away. He has them follow him, or he had wine for breakfast. Wine isn't allowed on school grounds. He said he knew people in the kitchen. <clears throat> it appears that I must have several conversations here, but for now, you say that you believe that they have become cursed in some way? Do yes. you have any idea how that may be happening? Um... Well, at first I thought it was maybe the costumes. I mean, somehow everything became extremely high quality and not like I'm complaining. Of course, I want what's best for the production, but it did seem a little bit strange that a crazy team of 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds and um, made a play that is to this quality. And uh, the costumes were so good that I thought maybe putting the costumes on is what did it. And I put the costume on of Spithro because, well, Scorpius fell and broke his arm. He's fine now. And I stood in his place for a week. Um, but I didn't really feel any different, not that I think. So you think it's the costumes, but you wore one and you feel fine. You see, when you say it like that, <laughs> yes, it does sound outlandish, might be the word. I wonder, Miss Goosanders, if it may be possible that everyone is just getting into their role. However, I must admit I am rather concerned about Mr. Pippin and these knights that you say harass you. Maisie yelled at me, and Alexander, um, he condescends to me. He's very condescending now. Um, I feel like if you know him at all, and I'd hope that you would know your student base, uh, that that should be, uh, evidence enough. Sorry, was that too far? Yes, it was too far, but I'm I'll so have sorry. a conversation with Mr. Pippin regardless. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> There he is now. Remember, Scorpius, it's not what you think might be in their hearts. It's what you can inspire in their hearts. For some reason, whenever you speak, I feel like I want to punch you in the face. I'll try my best Why to Why are you speaking to me like this? It's not normal. I th think it's perfectly normal to be kind to one another. Is that... You're not being kind, Alex. You're being condescending. There's a difference. I... Uh, I think that's... 
how you interpret it. I'm trying to help you, you know, just... I have a perspective that you don't. Do you feel like everyone's watching you? I felt that. I understand it. And, you know, that's, that's how I do it. I think about... I don't worry about what's in people's hearts, but what I can inspire. And I thought maybe that would work for you. I'm feeling very inspired right now. So inspired, in fact, that I think we should rehearse a specific scene. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I could guess, but I believe that's up to Clem there, the director. She likes to make decisions like that, or which scene gets rehearsed and whatnot. She is the director. We should listen to Clem. That's what I suggested. Um, do you want to go suggest we rehearse a different scene, or...? Yes, she is speaking to some... Am I wrong? Who is that person? I believe that's the headmistress? No. The person that's speaking to Olive. Oh, um... Why does she look very familiar? I don't believe I know that person. I think it's great. The lights and everything. It's, it's perfect. Really. Um, well, I shall... I shall have someone introduce us. Um... Go for with that look over there. Um... Sir... Oh, that's perfect. That's right. such a good idea. I quite Excuse like it. Excuse me. Just so happy you're here. Sorry. Um, Anuv, uh, who is this? Um, this is Miss Miss Thank Beanie you. Valence. Um, nice to meet you. You can just call me Beanie. Beanie. Huh? You know what? It's all right. You don't have to shake hands. I love your books, they're the best. I've read them at least three times. Hello, it's so nice to meet you. I'm Scorpius oh. Malfoy. <laughs> Scorpius, yeah, it's, nice yes. to, it's nice to meet you. Oh, oh, I wasn't expecting you. Clem didn't say anything. I, did, I didn't know that you'd be here. Oh, uh, well, uh, Olive uh, sent for me, actually. You did, did I not mention that to you, Scorpius? I, I don't recall. I feel like I would remember, Olive. <laughs> right. Oh, that's well, all right. I'm here now. It's it's nice to meet you. Uh, are you uh, part of the stage crew, or or are you uh, an actor? Well, I, I I'm I'm actually playing the <clears throat> main role of Spithero. <gasps> My boy! <laughs> Congratulations. Would you Would you mind? Uh, would Could I just see a scene, maybe? I had one in mind, but I I think we should uh, just inform Clem. I had a scene with King Bartholomeus here. Oh, yes. I, I wouldn't want to overstep on Miss Goosander's plan. I know everything's probably very hectic, uh, getting ready for the show and everything. And uh, But I, I would love to see something. And, and all these beautiful um, stage effects that Olive has set up, I, it's, I'd love to see something in action. Just Just one scene. I do think... I mean, every scene bears repeating in rehearsal, right? We can't over-rehearse it, so... Um, I'm with Olive. Might as well, right? Right. 
That seems like a good idea. I think, um, maybe I should bring up to Clem the scene where Spithero deposes King Bartolomaeus. Right, right. Uh, whichever scene you want. Um, you go let Clem know, and I will ready the crew. Excellent. I'll just run over to Clem. It's very nice to meet you, Miss Valence. Nice to meet you as well. Um, I went, and just, I went to school with his father. Oh, did you? What was it? No. Okay. No. All right. Um, he's lovely, though. Really. Oh, yes. Really, really lovely. Clearly, very nice. Yeah, but um, oh, good to know. Yeah. Uh, right this way, Miss Valence. <laughs> And Olive's gonna kind of, like, sweep, uh, with her hand, like, imaginary dust off of a chair to kind of, like, make a show of making it nice for, for Beanie and kind of pat a seat for her. If, if you'd like, um, best spot in the house to great view of the stage, um, the lights, the effects, you can really Perfect. take it all in. <laughs> Thank you. And she's gonna run off with her clipboard. Rosie, um, you've been watching kind of all of this. Um, what have you been doing? I think that Rosie has just been um, kind of silently shadowing Orpheus, whatever he's doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in, a, in a, just far enough way that nobody says anything, but close enough that Scorpius probably knows. You follow Scorpius, and you sort of pass Maisie, who is silently fuming. <laughs> Maisie? You, you alright? Okay. Uh, well, I don't know what just happened there. I'm gonna a lot go. of hand gestures and things whirling about. I and a lot of foot banging, table banging. I the, like feel passive weirdly... aggressive throwing of notes and huffing. Yeah. Weirdly, like maybe you need this alone time. Think about yourself and maybe oh. how you've treated Scorpius and Clem. Spithero. I walk to um, the the doors leading to the auditorium. I kick them like a like we're talking like side karate kick. Kick them open. There's like a no noise for half a second and it mutes. And it's like <laughs> and uh, what doesn't open that? <laughs> no, it, it opens. Open. It's just silent. Okay. And uh, I walk through it, turn around, and then kick it again. And again. I walk through the door, turn around, and kick it from the other side. You can see the doors, like, rattling as she's kicking them, but there's almost no sound. Oh, dear. That's sad, isn't it? It is. Scorpius walks over to you, Clem. Yeah. 
and uh, Headmistress McGonagall, uh, as you're sort of eyeballing Alexander, um, Scorpius is walking up the aisle towards you. Uh, hello, Headmistress. Hello, Mr. Malfoy. I suppose you've spoken to Mr. Pippin. Oh, yes, we just had a conversation. Actually, I was going to speak to you, Clem, because I was considering uh, just running through a scene for Miss Valence while she was here. Uh, I just spoke with her. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Anyone that she wants to see, we can. The scene where Spithero deposes King Bartholomeus. Okay, yeah, let's let's do that. Um, let's do that one. Uh, it's pretty. Yeah. Cool. I know it's intense, but uh... you're gonna nail it. Thank you, Rosie. You've been very supportive. It's quite nice. Miss um, Uh-huh. Would you like to sit next to me? Okay, yeah, let's run through the scene. I'm just gonna go. I'm headmistress, am I okay to go? <laughs> yes. I suppose we can let Mr. Pippin do his scene first before I have a conversation with him. Why Is don't that Miss Skyler it? banging on the door? She's throwing a hissy fit. I think she's gonna be fine. Perhaps I'll have a conversation with Miss Skyler while the scene um, is going wanna... on. Okay. 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 I'll have to watch oh, it later. Have your wand out while you do that. I um I I initially start running and then quickly go <sighs> and then start like casually walking. Oh, we need to roll for this. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need a roll for this. Uh we're going to need you to convince Miss Beanie Valence of how cool you are. <laughs> A nine! Okay, it's a partial success. You're partially cool. <laughs> okay. Ah, did you uh, decide on a scene? Yeah, um, I think Scorpius suggested the, uh, d deposing scene, uh, oh. where, yeah, so we're gonna do that one. It's very dramatic. One. Very, very dramatic, very intense. Yes, uh, we've got absolutely. some excellent actors who are Should very, very dramatic lighting and everything mm-hmm yeah wonderful I can't wait to see uh, uh, what you all have done okay I hope you like it oh I'm sure I will okay um all we right everybody places we see the uh, demons sort of line up by um, by Scorpius off to the uh, side of the stage. The knights and King Bartholomaeus in the throne room begin to get sort of wheeled in and sort of loaded into the stage area with the props and such in the backgrounds. Um, Olive begins to bring forth this, like, red, intense lighting that uh, starts to, like... Ooh crash onto the stage. We see this really intense sort of like red mixing with this um, sort of normal like white light. And um, I think light is coming in from the um, the leaded windows that are part of the props around 
King Bartolomaeus, and there is a, a magnificent sort of throne that's been built um, that we had problems with last time where Scorpius fell through. But there's sort of like, this is the throne before the vines and things have encircled it and whatnot. Um, Sorry. Y- y- uh, uh, y'all are 13, right? Yeah, um, yes. Actually, I... Actually, I'm so sorry. I need to ask this question. Uh, what time of the year is it? Well, it would be, uh, December. So I think I just turned 14. Yeah, I just turned 14. I'm actually, uh, a 14. Oh! Some of us. Don't mean to rob, rob you of that. Con- congratulations. Happy birthday. Uh, but uh, did you, that's just very impressive. That throne. It's, it's, it's a high quality, like a, a, a movie set. Um, yeah, uh, we've had some really incredible crew working on this. Uh, mysteriously, it's very good. M- mysteriously? Yeah, you know, they just started... Um, <coughs> Clementine, are we ready? Yes. Sorry, I uh, didn't mean to interrupt. Places? Uh, places, thank you. <laughs> I had a little bit of theater myself. Oh, okay. did it? Did it go well? Did you like it? Um. Oh yeah. Uh, for for the for the time. Uh, but then you know I, I wanted a little bit more control than uh, theater gave me. So then I turned to writing, where I did everything. And and uh, yep. I, th- I think you're you know, thirteen. I think you just turned. Yeah. 13. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just turned, turned 13. thirteen. Sorry, right. everyone. Okay. Bad with. That's all right. Time and math. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> doing this, it's very exciting to work with so many people. <laughs> Um, but sometimes I do, uh, I do think about how nice it would be if, um, I had a little bit, you know, with variables, so many variables. Yeah, well, and in, in, in my line of work, it, 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 you know, you run into people you can't really trust, and then it's a whole disaster, and someone's stealing your idea, and, it, you know, I don't want to bore you, but it can, it can kind of be a You're war You're never zone. boring me. I could listen to you all the time. I'm so sorry, uh... It's all right. Let's let's get on with the scene. They're waiting for us. Yes. Okay. We can talk and later. And action. So we see oh, the prop fire start to boil in from Ooh. the door. Oh my! A demon bursts through the front doors. Oh. Oh, of the keep. Oh God. That's very realistic. Is you that see illusion magic or stone start to crumple and fall onto the stage. The demons make their way oh. into the castle, and we see the knights of King Bartolomeus rush forward. <clears throat> they begin to have a fight with the demons. The demons slaying night after night. They fall to the ground. And in walks Spithero. <gasps> look at his costume. <gasps> he does look very good. I hope, that you, I hope that you feel uh, that he's represented well in our I Just reach adaptation. over and I grab your hand and I squeeze it because I'm so excited and I don't take my eyes off the stage. 
This is so exciting. King Bartholomaeus. It is time for your reign to end. A new ruler takes these lands today. For I am Smitherow! Smitherow walks forward towards the throne. And Scorpius pulls out a wand. Oh, it's a little different. He points it at King Bartholomaeus. King Bartholomaeus raises a wand. I can feel the tension rising. It doesn't have to be this way, Spethro. I think it does. Starting to go off script, Clem. You may take the throne, but you'll never have the kingdom. This kingdom will be kingdom. mine. Oh. You don't even understand what that means. Oh, good line. Did you write that? <laughs> I didn't. Um. <laughs> Lower your wand. You lower yours. You. you won't be helping I anyone. I point my wand at Spetheru. Are these real wands they're using? Uh, yeah, they're... Did you uh, hear yeah, script? Um, no, I didn't. Uh, stop! Alexander casts a spell. Oh, I... Is a partial success. What goes <gasps> wrong, Alexander? Um, I think someone's taking a condition. Who do we think that this uh, is? The spell has a diminished effect. Anyone who is in that direction, I had a. I imagined he was stage right, or stage left rather. So let's say that it's going to be... Do we think that this is Rosie near the stage? I do. <laughs> I think it's me. Okay, what condition is it? Injured, upset, dazed, exhausted, jinxed? Do I pick or does Alex pick? You pick. Okay. Um. I think that uh, she's injured. Rosie takes a hit, and so oh. does Scorpius, who sort of spins, but it looks like you didn't connect fully with the stupefy. He sort of spins and sprawls to the ground at the oh same time that this so is happening. Realistic. Maisie, the Silencio spell has been taken off by Headmistress McGonagall, and she says, This play is getting awfully noisy. Well, Miss Skyler, what do you have to say for yourself? I've, during this time, I've raised my wand and I point it towards um, Olive's scripts and things again, and I cast Incendio. The scripts light on fire, but go ahead and give me the roll. Let's see what happens. Wow. 13. 
Oh Scripts catch fire. Oh. 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 As they catch fire, I move my wand across slightly so it, it, it extends across the table that they're all on. I, I would like to put this fire out. All right. Do you have a spell to do that? Uh, just give me one second. It's been a while since I've been in school uh, or done anything really that requires any of this. Um, let's see. Yes, I'm going to say that I do, and you'll tell me what I have. So you have a giant list of spells. I tried I tried to this is actually significantly smaller than the real spell list. But you are a graduated student. Yes, I'm sure I have like water or something to put out this. Yes. Uh all right, all right. however, we're going to keep things simple and you're going to have to choose one from the list here. Oh, all right. Um well, balls. Uh okay. <laughs> uh Is this protect protecting Oh, no. All right. Oh, I don't want that one. Uh, can, uh, can I maybe, um, uh, ooh, Im- Immobilis? Can I stop it? Can I freeze it in place with that? You can give it a try. Yeah, let's do that. I so just want the flames can, to fr- freeze. This is a level two spell. As a All graduated right. bonus, you get to automatically succeed on any spells below fifth year. Right. So, what happens when you cast a spell? Oh, it just stops. The flame just freezes like time has stopped. Excellent. Good. What is going on? Uh, I, I actually don't know. Miss Goosanders? Uh, this is highly irregular. Uh, is everyone okay? Miss uh, Skylar, what are you doing? Expelliarmus! My notes. Oh, my I, head. I was pointing my wand at Beanie when the Expelliarmus hit me. Just to clarify. The wand is, is cast from your hand. Uh, Maisie, it flies off to the side. I run towards Beanie with my hands outstretched. I jump in front of her. <gasps> oh, dear. I grab Clem around the neck. Oh, absolutely not. You get your hands off of her. Ground. What is happening I, here? I I'm gonna punch cast... her in the face. <gasps> I'm going to cast a spell at Maisie as soon as this happens. We've got a bunch of things that are happening here all at once. <laughs> so what I'd like I'm sorry. is I need a struggle from Clem against Maisie. Olive, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry re- re- refresh what you were doing. Uh, I'm going to be casting Petrificus Totalis on Maisie. You can try and cast a spell. Um, and let's see, Beanie, were you doing anything? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I think I panic. Um, I- I'd like to do Diminuendo <laughs> on Maisie and to shrink her down. Okay, so... Can I show courage in this situation? Absolutely can. I would like to show courage as my house benefit, please. Excellent. So, uh, everyone gets a house benefit, and they have three choices to select from. Uh, Maisie's is the show courage house benefit, and on a show courage success... What you get to do is you look fear in the eye and do not break. You gain a plus one forward when challenging it. So. Clem. Yeah. You try to punch Maisie in the face. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do here is we're going to lower the rolls by one because of Maisie's show courage. Here's how we'll handle that. So your nine becomes an eight. 
which has yeah. no effect, but you still have to struggle. And on a partial success with the struggle, you get to choose one. Why is this the hardest thing? Because I'm playing intimidating music and it's the crescendo of the special. Yeah, okay, that's it. Um, <laughs> surprise them. I surprise her. Okay. I think you're punched in the face, Maisie. And oh. uh, you also get your hands around Clem's neck. <gasps> so I'd like... For the record, hands. I just want to quickly clarify that I punched her after she put her hands on my neck, mm. Okay. I don't just randomly punch. She puts her hands on my neck. Then I punch. Sure. That's just how it goes. Both of you try to tough it out. Olive, you've rolled yes. a 13 on your spell. Sure oh. did. Very impressive. Thank you, Miss Valence. <laughs> I'm working it's on it. In a situation like this, it's important. So you cast what spell? Petrificus Totalis. That's a good one, too. One of my favorites. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to deal with the tough it outs first. Clem, you succeed. You basically, uh, you're getting strangled, but I guess your punch to Maisie's face sort of threw her off a little bit. And yeah. um, Maisie, the hit took you off guard. Choose two from the seven to nine list of tough it out, please. Um, I am going to take a condition of uh, upset, although I feel like upset in this situation translates quite firmly into anger. Um, and I uh, am also knocked out of position just off to the side of, of Clan, my hands are no longer a threat. <laughs> okay. Olive, your Petrificus Totalis connects with Maisie. We see Maisie go rigid with her hands sort of outstretched, but just barely off of the neck of Clementine. Beanie, you cast a spell as well. Yes. I just wanted to make her hands tiny so she didn't choke her, and I just wasn't <laughs> thinking, and, and, and now she's the whole... The whole oh, body is shrinking. shrunk. Yes, it, whoops. It was a mistake, really. Yes. Around my neck? <laughs> just like that. Like, no, just the whole body just... It from, yeah, okay. her whole body just Sort of shrinks. looks like Ant-Man. Yeah. yeah. But she can't choke you with tiny hands, I thought. I thought it was I thought it was a great idea. <laughs> Can we get her a car like Stuart Little has? That'd yeah. be lovely, right? Meanwhile, the scene on the stage is still taking place. We see... We see Spithero, Scorpius... Rise up with a wand. The demons start to run towards you as well, Alexander. I cast Slippery Jinx on the floor ahead of me. Cast a spell. Unfortunately, the spell backfires, and when you roll a six, the backfire uh, makes you take a condition. For each year past your current year of the spell that you attempted, add another condition. The Slippery Jinx is what, what year? 
A first year. A first year spell. So, uh, this is just going to be the one condition for you. However, Rosie, you've just seen Spithero get knocked to the ground by Alexander. Or Scorpius knocked to the ground by King Bartolomeus? Which one is it? Rosie's running. Uh, she has a head injury, but she's running. She's like, Spithero, are you okay? You rush to Scorpius Spithero's side. He sort of looks at you. And he says, Lyrena! And he kisses you. Oh, Rosie's very into it. So all, can I make it just a clarification that there is just absolute chaos happening around us. Rosie, as Lyrena, is getting her first makeout with Spithro, a.k.a. Scorpius. That's all happening right now. It's at this point. And at point, the same time, Alex just got knocked out. Alex has just taken a, a rebound from his wand. Alex, what condition did you take? Um, dazed, I think. I so, wasn't expecting it to rebound on the king. You're, you're sort of shaking your head a little bit. And we hear Albus growling. And he sort of rushes towards you. Oh. He's rushing towards you, Alex. I cast the trip jinx on him. Go ahead. You weren't kidding when you said meta. A nine is a partial success. What happens? Um, I think someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell. Because it's a, a second, a third spell that I've cast. And um, I think a spell has a diminished effect because I'm dazed and I can't quite concentrate on it properly. You begin to cast the spell, and you see Albus sort of trip and fall, sliding towards you. His hands sort of outstretched. He collides with the ground hard. Oh. And then, as he does so, your head starts to feel fuzzy. You feel strange. Rosie, you start to feel strange, too. And everything starts to feel a little weird. Why? Why are you doing this? What's happening? Um, why are we kissing? I, I, I don't know why, why. I don't think that I'm your type, and I don't. I'm a little confused. I'm. Alice, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I. What? Ow! What happened? Uh, Ow! Uh, Alex, did you? 
did you cast a spell at me? Yeah, I yeah, and it, it also hit me. hit me. It hit me too. I think. Have I had a killing? Like What's going on like here? I'm dead, but I feel like I, I know, know I did. I don't feel like I did. Somebody have a cookie or something. I'm really hungry. Olive, May I cast a spell? Olive, you start to emerge from the um, from some of the props that fell over, sort of rubbing your head a little bit. Ooh. Um, does anyone else feel a bit unwell? I feel very f- strange and um. Beanie, you can cast your spell. What were you trying to cast? Specialis Revealio. It reveals any spell cast on objects. This you will have to cast. So you can click the little die right next to Specialis Revealio. Perfect. And you get a plus two. So you can just put in a two to the modifier. Uh, When you hit the roll, it'll be a pop-up. That is a full success. What does it look like when you cast this spell? Well, uh, my wand has been carved in the shape of a a quill, which I think is quite cute. Um, And uh, yeah, I I, I think what we see is beautiful purple and um, like a very dark purple that spins out around the quill and then it looks like ink splotches as it's coming through and around. uh, and I want to reveal if there's something sinister, some magic being cast here in this production, in this space, on this stage, or on these clothes. The purple begins to fall like little snowflakes down from the spell. And you can see that it's falling in certain directions. It lands upon all of the clothing of those in the play. Is this Jello? And you can see Oh my that it has been cursed. Um Not Jello? Miss Everglade? I- yes, Miss Valence. Who was in charge of costuming? Uh, um Starting I... to remember a conversation that you had with Eric Rollins. I remember speaking to Eric Rollins about it. He was my, um, assistant gopher. Um, I... All right, and I don't know I, who that is, but uh, uh, it, it, does he, is he still your assistant? It, oh, after this, I don't know, but we should definitely find him to talk. All right, uh, excuse me. Young young lad there, I need you to go get the headmistress, please. Right now. Headmistress McGonagall is by the uh, auditorium door. You can see she's walking forward down the uh, aisle. Oh, there you are. I'm, I'm afraid of, we have a bit of a problem. I would say so! And then we, wasn't... We need to find the costumes. We need have to find Eric realized? Rollins. We need Coffees. to find Eric immediately. Professor Badge, please. It appears that are, they are in fact cursed. I wouldn't do things right. like that. I was right. I was right. Someone unzip okay. me. I don't want to be in this anymore. Come here, Rosie. Thank you. 
Thank you. Miss Valence, if you could help me, please. Oh, absolutely. I believe that we need to remove these curses immediately. Absolutely. Say no more. Yeah, I'd rather not have curses. I can... I start start doing that as well. Do I have something that does that? Yeah. Yeah. You do. Um, You and Headmistress McGonagall begin removing the curses. We switch scenes. And we see Eric Rollins in one of the storage rooms nearby. (laughs) The door opens. Who's the one that finds him? I think Olive finds him. I I would hope it's me, but I don't want to step on anyone's toes if... I think it's Olive. Eric, we have been looking... (laughs) Eric? I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't know what? I didn't know. I saw, I saw everything happening, and I didn't want to believe it. Eric, come here, okay? And she's going to kind of bend down a little and pull him into a hug. It's it's okay, Eric. I I didn't want to let you down, Miss Everglade, I'm sorry. Eric, you didn't let me down. You did a great job, and no one can expect you to see dark magic coming from a mile away way I shouldn't have gone I shouldn't have gone to that to that store what store did you go to Eric there's a store in Diagon Alley right and what did you get from the store the, the costumes were all they were all they were all so cheap, and I know we were trying to stay on a budget. Right. How did you know to go to that store? Did someone recommend it to you? It's okay, Eric. You can tell me. I won't be angry, I promise. I was missing the go. She told me that they were having a sale. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I understood correctly. Uh, By Miss Indigo. You mean Ashley Indigo. Eric? And Olive's going to kind of put a hand under his chin to tilt him up to make eye contact. Eric, you did nothing wrong. You were a wonderful assistant to the stage manager. You were a wonderful assistant stage manager, alright? But I ruined everything. Eric, you didn't ruin anything. Ashley Indigo did. Miss Goose Sanders is going to get in trouble, and they'll probably call off the play. 
worst things have happened in the world, okay? If the play gets called off, the play gets called off. But what's important is that no one got hurt worse than they already did, that we're all safe and sound now, and that we know what happened, and that the curse has been lifted, okay? I want you to repeat after me, okay, Eric? I did nothing wrong. Eric, come on. I did nothing wrong. Yeah, there you go. I'm a good assistant stage manager. I'm a good assistant stage manager. And I did my best, even though others interfered. I did my best, even though others interfered. You did wonderful, Eric, and it's not your fault. Okay? Thank you, Miss Everglade. You were a really good stage manager. I don't think I was. I think I was off being cursed, running myself ragged and probably yelling, well, a bit more than I would have otherwise. Not that much more, though, let's be real. I mean, before everything happened. Thank you, Eric. I guess we'll just have to be the dynamic duo coming back for the next play, won't we? You think there will be another one? Of course there will. Why not? School's going to be talking about this one for months. Are you kidding? I don't know if that's a good thing. Mm, well, you never do with gossip, but you can't stop you can't stop people from talking about you, so all you can do is choose how you take it. And when I hear them talk, I take it in stride and say, no such thing as bad press for Olive Everglade or for Eric Rollins. He smiles. We switch scenes. There is a very tense moment in Headmistress McGonagall's office. As Ashley Indigo sits in a seat in front of her desk, Headmistress McGonagall takes her time walking around And she says, Miss Indigo, I've had several students approach me recently about your involvement in a certain matter with the school's play that Miss Goosanders was directing. I had nothing to do with it, headmistress. I'm not a part of the play. Interesting. There is certain testimony from 
various students that say they saw you speaking with Mr. Eric Rollins. So, he's another student. I can't speak with him. It seems strange, headmistress. Does it now? Mr. Rollins says that you directed him to a certain store in Diagon Alley. There are lots of stores in Diagon Alley. What does this mean? It means that several costumes for the play were cursed. I'm sorry, headmistress. I, I, I don't understand. Are you saying that I had something to do with this? That seems ridiculous, if, you, if I must say. I merely had a conversation with Eric. I was cheering him on for this play. I mean, let's be honest. A play about demons over the winter solstice? It seems a bit strange, but I was trying to support Eric. Where are you now? Miss Indigo. I want you to be well aware that curses and hexes against other students here at Hogwarts are treated very seriously and your involvement will be investigated thoroughly. Well, headmistress, I'm not worried. I had no part in it. We'll have to see about that, Miss Indigo. Until then, I want you nowhere near any of the actors or crew for this play. And you will be investigated thoroughly. You may leave. Yes, headmistress. And Ashley walks out of the office. We switch scenes. The auditorium is being cleaned up. Clem, your play has had a bit of a difficult time here. Miss Valence was witness to it. How are you feeling right now? Um, well, uh, I wish that, uh, maybe, maybe not death, but is there, like, something further than death? Like, uh, a level of non-existence that is not, it's non-corporeal, even, you know? Just a minus, a negative to existing. That would be great. The bucket of crabs is, it's an ocean of crabs. The bucket is lost within the ocean. Miss um, Goose Anders. Uh, yes, Miss Valence. 
you know, um, Demon Lord wasn't my first book. Did you know that? Um, well, I didn't really actually know the order in which you wrote your books. Uh, well, the first book I wrote was absolute, uh, it was a, it was a shit show, excuse my language. It was a disaster. Uh, um, they wouldn't even publish it. Uh, I, I got all, I, really? I got all the way to the, right to the end of the book, and I just couldn't, I couldn't come up with an ending that I liked. But you're a genius. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. I, I, I just, I, I, I write what I know, um, and, uh, you, sh you shouldn't, uh, don't take this too hard, all right? This is only your first book, your first show. There will be more to come. And what I, yeah. what I did see was great. Just don't, I don't let know how this much stop you, all right? Okay. Um, I'm really sorry that we kind of ruined your book. Oh, are you kidding me? This has given me life. It's given me inspiration for another book. I'll dedicate it to you. How's that? Really? Oh, of course. Oh. It's a, I, honestly, I, I, I was having a bit of writer's block myself. But, but, but do you know what the whole series is about? Um, it's about how, uh, lonely, loneliness? I don't... Uh, maybe a little bit. But deep down, it's about authenticity. Do you know what I mean by that? Like being true to yourself? Yes. Uh, but also in, in everything around you. Right? The real curse is ego. And you, you see that in the first book. We saw a little bit of that here, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. Right. Well, the time I wrote it, I, I didn't know who I could trust or, um, you know, if my friends were really my friends anymore and, you know, my agent betrayed me and all this crazy stuff. And I, I, I wrote that. And sure, I, I dressed it up and, you know, I... Uh, Spithro wonders, will he ever be truly loved? Does anyone really love him? But, uh, you know, I, when I wrote it, that, that felt real to me. But as I grew, so did the story. So it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what you write or how you dress it up. As long as at the core of what you're writing or putting on stage is real, then it will resonate with people. Okay, I think I can do that. Scary though, isn't it? Sounds really scary. Being yourself? Being <laughs> honest? Yeah. Well, it is, but I mean, what warriors do we have nowadays, Miss Goose Anders? I don't know. Warriors like you. Or, or your friend Olive over there, or everyone on stage, or in this crew—the the warriors of truth, right? That's that's what you're doing when you're when you're writing a story, even if, even if it's about a you know demon lord, and it, it's it the heart of it's real. So you're you're showing someone else the truth. You're showing someone else your 
your gooey underbelly. And they see it and they recognize themselves. You're helping someone by being honest. Well, you helped me by being honest. I'm very happy to hear that. You're a wonderful storyteller, Miss Goosanders. I can't wait to see what you do next. Be sure to invite me. Okay. Promise? I promise. All right. I mean it. Okay. I mean the promise. All right. Um, can I be honest? Oh, your performance was amazing. I mean, I mean... Yeah. Uh, I, I'm feeling a little woozy and funny and... Things are spinning a little bit. And oh, oh dear. May I, I may I cast a healing spell? Things are wonky. Sure can. Uh, I believe it's Episky. Episky. Is that right? Episky. Heal minor injuries. What what level is that spell? What year is that spell? Oh dear God. It says Six. it right next to it. Got it. Okay, go ahead and cast it. I'm casting. Oh dear. That didn't go so well. Apparently, you're not so great with healing spells. There's a... <laughs> Who uh, needs to do that anyway? Yeah, there's a uh, sort of strange uh, fart-like sound that comes from the wand. Oh. <laughs> I meant to do that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Beanie, you're going to take a condition. Oh, sure. <laughs> Can I take the condition for her? No, absolutely not. <laughs> adorable child uh all right uh where do i where do i choose these conditions? very top oh i see all right oh um <laughs> can we go with uh can we go with exhausted sure all right oh well what a day uh, Miss Goosanders, yeah. what a yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, honestly, it's kind of a shame. All this work is still here. Everything still looks amazing. And I, I mean, we still have the costumes. They're not cursed anymore. They were pretty great. I think that's a great idea. And you know what? I think, I think you and Olive can uh, uh, sit together and write up a new script. You don't need mine. Oh. Uh, okay. Let's see what Miss Goosanders has to say. Okay. Um. Do you like, um, do you like dark creatures by any oh. chance? Oh, I love them. I absolutely love them. Me too. You yes. see the camera slowly start to zoom out. I just find them absolutely fascinating. Can I go to the hospital? And the, the camera continues to zoom out until we see a far-off scene 
of Hogwarts in the distance. And that's the end of year two. Yo, Maisie is still frozen and tiny. <laughs> she would have. She, she's just like she's a little like on the carpet, she's like six inches tall. You can't see her in the fade outs. <laughs> Great job, everybody. You guys. Great job. Well done. Well done. Waff is potentially saved. Hopefully. Oh my god, so saved. Yeah, thanks you for saving Swoff. Oh, I yeah. didn't do it. Oh, I didn't do it. The curse lifted and you all did it. <laughs> Just so you know, the curse basically needed somebody to take a condition for it to get uh, knocked off. Aw, oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yep. I should have been punching way sooner. Yeah, you were really behind on the punching Man. there. I know. Yeah, you actually ended the curse of the night that you hit. What did I actually? Yeah. Oh, Guys. wow. Guys, all powerful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Channel in spit throw. Who needs himself. magic when you've got... Physical <laughs> violence. <laughs> yeah, I basically just had to uh, uh, s- slap him out of it. Snap him out of it. Clem literally forgets in high-stress situations that she's a wizard, and so she just defaults to muggle ways of yeah. interaction. That's why that happens so much. <laughs> yeah. The most muggle thing you could do, violence. Um, <laughs> Uh, well done, everybody. What an excellent second year uh, here in Witchcraft and Wizardry. Thank you all so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure and a big shout out and thank you to PB for joining us as oh, our special are guest. You kidding? I just, I'm so glad I could be a part of five minutes of the show, let alone an entire episode. I'm a huge fan, so it was just a little dream come true for PB here. So thank you. It was good. So happy to have you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, uh, we also had some Quidditch going on during the show. We had some Quidditch going on. Uh, I think we'll do that first before we go around and do some shout outs and things. Because we have some very interesting... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love that yeah. you just now realized you had I to see the message. Chat. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I think every single one Don't of worry, our guests has sworn. <laughs> I think everyone's done it once. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, so we have some winners for Quidditch. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, inside of our Discord, we have Quidditch matches that run periodically during the show uh, at various times. Um, you can join us on the Discord by heading on over to tablestory.tv slash Discord. Um, I also have a link in the chat there. And speaking inside the Witchcraft and Wizardry channels, um, we've got one for Quidditch, uh, Witchcraft and Wizardry itself, and for uh, any feedback you have on the rules and stuff uh, that I put out. Um, uh, and we've had, we have Quidditch, a uh, Quidditch bot that was made by Kujio. And basically what it does is ev- people that are talking in those channels get added to a list. And you get uh, sorted automatically into a house 
please don't hold Kujio responsible for getting sorted into a house that you don't like or something. Um, it's purely for balance sake. Uh, it's so that we get even numbers and houses and the bot will uh, assign people that have spoken in, um, in those channels to various positions on the Quidditch teams that uh, get going in the channel. So you can get hype along with the bot um, and the matches that are going on. Um, and it's a really cool thing. Um, and they will also contribute towards the points that are at the top of the screen there. And we have two winners. Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw have won the Quidditch matches, gaining 50 more points for their That's houses. That's my house, you know. Ravenclaw. That is Good job, business. everyone. So... Our final tally of house points. Ah! Gryffindor, 130. Next, in third place, Ravenclaw at 270. In second place, Slytherin with 275. And in first place, Hufflepuff with 355. <laughs> Hufflepuff dominated in Quidditch this year. Did a big, 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 big set of wins for Hufflepuff, getting a big them dominate. Dominating. Such a big dominate, Hufflepuff. <laughs> well done. Congratulations to Hufflepuff. Um,. Congratulations. And we're going to go around the room and we're going to do our year two shout outs to wrap things up. Zagonicus, would you be so kind as to start us off, please? I'd love to. Hi, everyone. I'm Zagonicus. I played Alexander Pepin. And then Alexander Pepin playing King Bartholomew. And then Alexander Pepin, who thought he was King Bartholomew. And that was fun. Um, you can hang out with me, Zagonicus, and all the internet places. Um, you can find more of my role-playing here on Table Story. Just check the past shows. There's a bunch of them that I've been fortunate enough to be on, most recent of which you can check out the Gone uh, special, the Nexi Sky Bearers, that's available on the podcast places. So check that out if you loved Gone and you love that. I guarantee it, I'm in it. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'd also like you to follow me on Twitter and go to my Twitter page, check my pinned tweet, Give that a watch. Um, I'd really appreciate that. Thanks very much. Thank you, buddy. Mega Oryx. Oh, gosh. That was an emotional end. Um, uh, I'm so... I cried so much. I feel so deflated now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nega Oryx. Uh, I'm a full-time variety streamer on Twitch. Um, I'm also a, a host, a tabletop RPG player, obviously, and uh, I co-created a book club on Twitch that's having its monthly meeting this Saturday, Saturday the 13th at around uh, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 5, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's called Demon Big Lord. Book. 
We're not, but I should get a copy so we could do that. Uh, we're finishing. I guess I gotta up... write a copy. <laughs> we're finishing up the uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians series. We're on the last book that we're going to be discussing this week. It's uh, co-hosted by myself and Jason Sully, another Twitch partner. Uh, so come on through. We're going to be announcing which book we'll be covering for the next month. So if you want some reading buddies, we're very friendly and we'd love to have you. Thank you so much. This was a heartbreaking episode and I loved it. Thank you so much. I'm so glad. Murgles. Uh, <laughs> I'm honestly shocked that I don't currently have mascara tears. Um, I feel like I failed. But they will be happening. No, they will be happening. <laughs> I'm just keeping it together uh, for the end How of the show. Actually, I'm more of a My Chemical Romance girl than a simple plan girl, but anyway. Um, thank you so much for having me. This was an unbelievable gift at a level that I can't say. So, thank you so much. <laughs> um, yes, uh, if you want to come catch me, I stream on Twitch. I'm an animator and a storyboard artist, and I'm making an animated film about feelings and sadness and baths. So if you want to see that film get made, uh, you can come watch me do it live on stream. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here, and thank you for writing the story and allowing me to make fun of you. <laughs> oh my god, any day. Any day. Um, I I appreciate you, Murgles, and I think that you, you your 14-year-old self actually wrote a good story we just have to Aww. we just have to clean it up a little bit and it, it it's it's a solid story thanks you're giving me too much confidence i might just write it now Phoebe's <laughs> <laughs> laugh is a laugh only earned by a best friend because she knows how much work murgles has already given herself <laughs> that is what that laugh signified <laughs> Thank you, Murgles. Luxie. Oh, hi, that's me. Uh, hi. I'm Luxie Games. Can we just get some hype and chat for the Hufflepuffs? Because the Hufflepuffs don't get anything ever. I'm very sad. How come I got the sad music? Whack, <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost cursed at you. <laughs> I actually think I've gone the whole time without cursing, which I think is hilarious because I'm the one that curses the most out of all of us outside. You get of it this. out. You, you, you purge it. Oh, that's <laughs> Hey, if you want to hang out on my stream, you can see me purge all the evil from my body. Uh, it spews out like vomit. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. I got a little flustered. Uh, <laughs> what a joy it is to be in this show, but also a joy to almost get to kiss Merkel's in a show for like the third time. <laughs> Wait, we've got we've got seven years of this, you know. You never know what could happen. Could be a third time. Ooh. Uh, anyway, sorry. Very excited to be here. Can't wait to see where everyone is year three because <laughs> where will we be? What's going to happen? I don't know. Neptune. I play video games. I Neptune? Sorry. I shouldn't oh, have Oh, we're going to be on Neptune. Sorry. Okay. I thought you meant like the like Mercury and retrograde, but you forgot what it was called. So you just said Neptune. Neptune. Just Neptune. <laughs> ne Neptune's in Gatorade. Um, 
anyways, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2 on stream. If you like that, come hang out. If you don't, I understand. And on Fridays, I play Stardew Valley. Uh, uh, but if you're not, if you, please go watch Zakata Kiss's pin tweet. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you, Luxie. Colo. Hello. Uh, I'm Golo. I just, I just need to say that the level of emotion that Nex is at is that we didn't even get that hi today, and like my heart just broke a little bit more to not hear, to not hear the trademark hi. It's You're been right. a day. You're okay. been a day, Colo. I really do. I think I do. Like that was, I cried a lot. My heart. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, it, well, this is blooming lovely, and it's really nice to be back, and it's really nice to have been back and, and been a part of this of this arc as well. My gosh, thank you for bestowing this absolute beastly beautiful piece of art on the world, and work. thanks for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making fun of Murgles, but simultaneously turning it into something that's been truly a joy. Um, hi, I'm Golo, uh, and you can find me on the internets, uh, wherever that may be, uh, under the name Hello, it's Colo. Um, and yeah, and I do all kinds of nonsense. I do a lot of uh, community times, hangouts and things like that. You can also find me over on YouTube's and uh, I stream here on Twitch as well, if you fancy that. Um, we've been talking a lot about uh, trailers and getting hyped for recent games. We've been doing a kind of lot of like community goal setting, like telling each other about what we're gonna do and like, and that's been really lovely and awesome to kind of like be sort of accountable, but also have the support to do that. So that's been pretty nice that we've been doing that lately. Um, and I'm really excited to hopefully get some progress in being able to play games soon because I have some new parts for my adaptive controller coming and I'm really hoping that we can get back to games with that. So um, if you fancy following that journey as well, it would be awesome to have you along. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Thank you so much for being here, Colo. Last but not least, our very special guest, Pumpkinberry. Thank you. Hi, I'm Pimi. You can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. Um, I play video games over on my channel, but I also GM here on Table Story. Um, I almost said and play, but I, I think this is the last thing that I... Yes, so yeah, I GM on Saturdays. Uh, right now I'm GMing a very dark and uh, disturbing MK Ultra style tale uh, called The Cerebrum Project, so you can check that out. But prior to that, um, I did Gone and Nocturne, just some other things you can check out. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an honor. An honor, in every sense of the word, to be here today and to be given the role of Beanie. I love you, Mercs. <laughs> For podcast listeners, Mergles just made the cross sign at the camera and retreated. <laughs> I think that has spawned many gifts. <laughs> <laughs> uh if nobody thank you for having me thank you so much pb thank you for being here i'm wax steven i've been your headmaster of doom i've dragged the players kicking and screaming through the adventure through these uh, through the school year through the special thank you so much everybody for being here chat we appreciate you so much much love to you thank you for the love and the support um thank you so much to um Zagonicus. thank you nega oryx Thank you, Luxie. Thank you, Murgles. Thank you, Colo. And thank you, PB, for being awesome role players. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here. Um, thank you, Wack. 
Thank no, you, Wes. No problem. Happy to do it. Um, and uh, that's going to wrap up year two here, folks. That means we are going to take a bit of a break from witchcraft and wizardry for uh, one month. One month. We're going to take a break for a month. I'm going to do a bunch of work. Obviously, that's what I do. Um, and uh, I'm going to get a new version of the system done for you um, with uh, some interesting additions I think you're going to enjoy. Um, and um, yeah, there's a puberty mechanic. I'll just say that right now. Um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Is it like a negative one to confidence? <laughs> it's a negative one to everything. <laughs> I am not ready to go through puberty a second yeah. time. Can I just well, say? suck it up, Buttercup. Um. <laughs> oh wow! What are you, my middle school gym teacher? <laughs> yeah. It's time to play dodgeball. Um. Oh no! <laughs> dodgeball and puberty. Everybody, get ready. <laughs> it's a whole section in the book. No. Um. Thank you, uh, thank you. I'm gonna work on a, a new um, version of the the rule book, and um, we're gonna work on uh, year three. I'm gonna work on year three. Got to you know, I'm gonna take a little time. Make sure I've got a good story for you. I don't wanna, I don't wanna start things off with year three the wrong way. I wanna make sure that I've got something cool for you guys again. And um, thank you everybody for joining us. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. We've got Rhyme of the Frostmaiden on Fridays. Uh, that's a D&D 5th edition module that I do uh, with another uh, great cast. They're, they're, it's a super great show um, and it gets pretty intense and the story's just been fantastic. Um, and as PB mentioned on Saturday, we have the Cerebrum Project, which is a Polar opposite to the show, I guess. Uh, yeah, and it will, it, really it, it will, it will, it will mess up your head quite a bit. Um, it's it's good. It's really good. So check it out. And there's a there's even a music video that's happened already, um, yeah. which you need to check out because maybe the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody. Peace out. Have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye.